Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. What it do, HP? Oh, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. Dog, I can't believe you're gone. Yeah, everybody posts a pic, so I cut off my phone. I believe my phone. Yeah, your situation is. Just rub me wrong, rub me wrong. Extra sips right out the mud, I keep my style on. And I find it hard to sleep at night when them demons bite me the day to my night. See enemies through the sight. You taking flight or you fight? I can be your knight to guide you to the light, yeah. With my guardian angel, my guardian angel, my guardian angel, my guardian angel, my guardian angel. What up, 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 Welcome to the Ballhawk Show podcast. I'm your host, Amar Hawkins. Appreciate you for rocking with me. Shout out again to TJ2 Official, man, for the Guardian Angel. Salute to our young king, Deshaun Perry, man. Yeah, every preview, that song will be played as the intro. Salute to Pusha T. You know, you're from the 7-5, but got to salute my dog, Deshaun. TJ2 official, man. Make sure you follow him on Twitter too. Make sure you uh download his music on Apple iTunes. And I'm pretty sure he got stuff on Spotify. Just make sure you reach out to TJ2 Official with an X, not a C. O-F-F-I-X-I-A-L. Salute to TJ, man. All right, man. This is your first time checking in to the Ball Hook Show podcast. I appreciate you. Um we will be previewing Jam U. Offense and defense and their team and what the Wahoos need to do in order to earn a victory. I can't guarantee a victory with my breakdown, but at least you'll be more familiar with the opponent. If you are a fan of JMU, I appreciate you taking time out to listen to my podcast. If this is your first time listening, I'm not your average um, pro UVA analyst. Like I, I tell it like it is. If you nice, I'm going to say you nice. I'm going to say what you do well. If I say you don't do something, if I say you struggle in areas, don't take it like I'm hating. Not a hater. I'm just providing my opinion, my insight. So I know this generation loves to say somebody hating if they provide a critique that may not be favorable or to your liking, but I'm far from my hater. I'm a congratulator. So before we get started, salute to the sponsor, Abra Insurance. Go to Abra Insurance for all your insurance needs. That's home business, auto life insurance, the great people at Able. If you're attending the game at Scott Stadium um, at noon this Saturday, September 9th, make sure you try to get there at like 11 o'clock. I know they're having a ceremony at 1130 that will be honoring uh, Lavelle Davis Jr., Devin Chandler, Deshaun Perry. Also, they will be recognizing and honoring uh, Marley Morgan and Mike Hollins and his family. So those were the five total individuals that were affected. So make sure you're there early to see that ceremony. Appreciate um, JMU. And I believe it was, it was it their president or AD that um, issued the statement showing, you know, his respect. So, salute to that, man. That's a great thing. So, round of applause for that. 
All right, here we go, man. Let's get to the breakdown. Um, I, my, I aim for my preview podcast to be 30 minutes or less because I know a lot of people are anxious, and we're going to get around to the nitte gritte. So looking at JMU, I'm going to start with their defense because I feel like from what we saw last week, how Tennessee's defense pretty much dominated our offense, um, we need to identify that JMU's defense is one of the best defenses in the country. I mean, at least last year they were. They were definitely one of the toughest defenses in the country. They finished in the top five nationally in both total defense and also against the run. And then last weekend versus Bucknell, they only gave up 62 yards on the ground, 208 yards total. And if you want to know about it's not how you start, it's how you finish and how you make adjustments, check out this stat. They held Bucknell to four total yards in the second half. Bucknell averaged 3.6 yards per play and 1.8 yards per rush. So this defense is very fast, athletic. They play sound football. Um, you got to be able to make adjustments, and they're going to identify what you do well and try to take that away from you. Um, I like what they do up front. They have one of the better defensive uh, linemen in the country, number 99. Let me get his name out for you. Let me get my notes. Uh, James Carpenter, man, legit defensive tackle, 6'2", 282. So he's not the size of Tennessee's two defensive tackles. They were 320, 340, but he's 282. But that doesn't mean just because we finally are bigger than somebody, you know, like our offensive line is bigger than their defensive line as far as weight-wise. But that does not mean that we don't have to execute our technique and understand you know, how to fire off the football. But he's a very good ball player. I like him. Um, their defense, they got a lot of guys with starter starting experience. Um, Kamara has 11 starts for his career. Carpenter has 25. Um, Chroma, the other D-tackle, number nine, has four starts in his career. Then Jalen Green, the defensive end, has two starts in his career. Now, here's the thing. When you look at them defensively, if you're one of them people with the eye test, Something glaring is going to something's glaring. It's going to jump out to you. It's glaring when you look at their two linebackers because they run a four-two-five. That means four down linemen, two linebackers, five defensive backs. They have a rover, but their Will and Mike linebackers are like safeties. Six-one-two-eighteen. It's Jalen Walker who has eleven starts for his career, and Taurus Jones. He's 214, number five and number zero, respectively. 6'1", 218, 6'1", 214. So that's going to jump out to you. But that don't mean they ain't going to come bat you in the mouth. They've been playing at that size since they got, you know what I'm saying? Like, they probably, everybody's probably looking at them every game. It's like, oh, they smaller. We're going to run right, run, out, run right at you. But they utilize their athleticism. They understand how to dissect offensive run uh, plays. They shoot gaps, they're sound, and they're fast. And they play violent. So it's just one of them things that I keep my eye on because I know our fan base here at UVA is always like, let's run the ball, let's run the ball, let's run the ball. And in a sense, just looking at their makeup, looking at them on film, their defense is built on speed, so you can't try to outflank them. You got to run right at them. And you got to see if if they built – to sustain you coming right downhill at them for four quarters. Now, don't get me wrong. 
they were one of the better defenses against against the run in the nation last year, as I stated. Let me see if I could get some numbers for you to put it in perspective um, as far as their defense. So last year, their rush defense, FBS stat ranks. Last season, JMU finished its first FBS season ranking top 15 nationally in 12 statistical categories. That including ranking second in rush defense, tackles for loss, and first down. So last year, they gave up 79.5 yards rushing a game. They had 8.6 tackles for losses a game. 13.8 first downs that they gave up last year. They averaged 3.45 sacks. Total offense, they only gave up 289 last year a game. Third down defense. This is a glaring stat to me. This is like outstanding. 28%. 28%. You want another, you want another, you want another, you want another stat about their defense that jumped out to me? They had, they got 35 consecutive games holding opponents to under 50% on third down. Bucknell was three of 15, which is 20%. They get the hell off the field. They really do. They get up there. If you come out trips, they're going to come out with quads. They're going to have usually four dudes boxing in your trips. And you may think you have them outnumbered on the inside, and I've seen they tackles when you try to block down, they attach that hip, and they shoot and, and go make a play. That end will go make a play. Now, if you get hat on hat, your probability of success, it increases a lot. Because now you get the second level quick, the safety's got to make a play, possibly because if you could get that guard up on one of them backers because somebody's displaced by bumping out because you got three receivers on one side or if you're in a twin set, somebody has to bump out. But but they've shown that nobody can consistently be successful running the football versus them. So it's a good defense. Very good defense. Bucknell couldn't get nothing done in the second. Like, they shut Bucknell down in the second half. And a lot of people are like, oh, man, we not Bucknell. I mean, the thing the thing, <laughs> thing about it is this. If you're a Virginia fan, we don't know what we on offense right now because how we looked last, last week versus Tennessee. So, right now, you got to approach it like we Bucknell until we show otherwise. Because um, uh, last week we had 201 total yards 95 yards rushing so you know again Bucknell had 208 versus JMU we had 201 versus Tennessee who's going to be the quarterback it's going to be Musket it's going to be Calandra we don't know I know one thing if you can show the same ability to get a hat on a hat and allow and delay the instant penetration as you did in the second half versus Tennessee, because we gained 81 yards rushing in the second half versus Tennessee. Now, granted, majority of that came on the one drive in which we scored, which was versus their top defense, and then they, they called the dogs off and we got some late rushing yards. But we did have that one good scoring drive where Kobe Pace had the long run and then Paris Jones had the touchdown run. But that one good run by Kobe showed me that we could get a hat on hat and get downhill in a sense. 
But can you consistently execute? And can you consistently call plays that will allow your guys to get in the rhythm and execute? Game planning is key. And when you make the adjustments is key. We show, you know, Coach Kitchen showed adjustments last week, but people are wondering, did you wait too long to show the adjustment? And I just think Tennessee was just a better football team up front, period. So all eyes will be on our offensive line. When it comes to rushing the passer, they're not just going to sit back. They, they may, <clears throat> I take that back, JMU may wait and see if they could get home with four. Best believe if we come out and, and quads, you know, two, two receivers on each side, whether we're 11 personnel, 10 personnel, that's one back, one tight end, or one back, no tight ends. But if it's four receiving threats and you got two by two, don't be surprised if they, they end stand up, which I think they already do anyway, and, and they try to come up underneath. In the perfect world, if it was me, if I was the offensive coordinator, if it was me, I would come out 11 personnel and automatically put a tight end right on the same side as Nana and show that tight end. I mean, show that end. We're going to chip you. Tell Nana, keep your post leg. Don't let them win inside. We're going to chip, and then you force him outside. And once he commit to taking the outside rush and he running the hoop, you wash him upfield. That way the quarterback knows if I'm going to escape to the right, I got to climb first. Now that's going to put pressure on our uh, guard. Now if you're to the field, you'll probably have a three-technique shade, meaning that the defensive tackle will be to his right, the right of him. Unless, you know, they put uh, strength to the left of you and you may have a one-technique. Now you could actually kind of punch the nose tackle. Hope Tom Furnace takes control of him, and now you can check to the outside to Nana. If he does give up, you know, um, his inside post leg, you can help him. But, uh, yeah, man, they got, a, they got a good defense, very fast defense. On the back end, they sound. They run some press. They run some combo zones. You know, they run some cover two where they may trail. Um, they try to mix it up. They run two safety high a lot of times, but again, they're not going to let you outflank them. If you go trips, they're going to bring. It's going to end up being four guys that's trying to box those three guys in. They have shown that they would play the slot receiver with a safety that's like eight to ten yards off sometimes. So they'll mix it up. They'll just try to disguise the two. So it's a good team. I, I like what JMU does defensively. Very sound. And they make adjustments. I, th- I think they can key on what you're trying to do to them, and they will make adjustments. They may seem and appear undersized based off what we saw last week. And, again, those linebackers appear to be undersized. But they made plays all last year. So, you know the defensive scheme is successful, just like our defense last year. It's successful. Now, it could be games where you could be successful, but it just be that game where you give up a bunch. So we're just hoping our offense can hit that groove and and help our defense. Now, on the flip side, what I need for our defense, matter of fact, hey defense, before y'all step on the field, I'm a, I'm over I need I need the DJ to play something for me, man. Cause this is what I need to see out of the defense. I mean, even the offensive line too, but when the defense run out on the field, man, I got a I got the perfect song for y'all to run out to, man. I ain't lying to you. Because this is what we're going to need to see out of y'all tomorrow, man. What is that? 
This is what we need to see out of y'all. They need to run out to this right here. Because we're going to need to see some dogs out there tomorrow. When we're on defense, you can't let this offense get started for JMU. Huh? Yeah, this is a story of famous dogs. That's what we need to play right there. And I need every Q dog that's in the in the stadium just to come come form a line. You know what I'm saying? And get the dogs ready. You feel me? House dogs. Y'all know nothing about this. Let's go. Uh-huh. I'm gonna let this play in the background. That's all I need. I need I need y'all to run out to this right here. Every time y'all run on the field, I'm trying to see some damn dogs. Cause we was hesitant versus Tennessee, but you need to be a damn dog versus JMU offense. I ain't lying to you. You need a see ball, hit ball. And when you hit ball, hit it hard. Cause JMU, they running back. I like him. I like him. They're running back. He could go. If you don't see ball, hit ball, when that joker get the rock, you going to be left without seeing the ball. He nice. Kalon Black, number six. Salem High School, I believe, 757 stand up. That joker make you miss in the phone booth. I'm telling you, anytime he's got extensive carries or he got a start, shh. That joker put up numbers, and he run hard all game. He give you the dunt the dunts. He give you the cutback. He give you the dead leg. He'll try to run through you. He'll try, he'll try to carry a pile. You talking about a dog. He's a good running back. I was impressed by him, man. I ain't lying to you. I was impressed by him. And no, it ain't 757 bias. He can run. That little zone scheme, that dude, he patient, he'll bounce, bounce, beat. Oh, man, listen. If y'all don't see ball, hit ball versus this joker, don't go out. Look, don't close space in your gap and hesitate because he got you right where he wants you. Think I'm lying. Go up there and square up and get dead feet. Go jump up there and be like, ha, like you're trying to scare him. He going to hit you with the boop, boop. Give you the leg, take the leg back. Up, oh, little arm tackle. Let me get up out of that. Excuse me. Coming through. Then he gets to that second level, and he can pick him up and put him down. He can run. He'll get back. We want to corral them early. They got one of the best offensive linemen in, in uh, Nick Kidwell. Number 56, that right tackle, 32 starts. So they right side of the line. You got Cole Potts. He got 31 career starts. Nick uh, Kidwell got 32 career starts. Their left tackle, Wyatt got 26 career starts. The only guy that got less than 19, because Stevens got 19 starts, you got uh, their center has 15 starts. All of them good size, 300 pounds. Good ball club, man. Last last week they started Alonzo Barnett, the third redshirt freshman. He was a little erratic. Then he brought in uh, Jordan McLeod, who got 19 starts to his career. He's a transfer. He came in and he was efficient. He was throwing. He was letting it fly. He was throwing darts out there. Both quarterbacks are mobile. Um, it looks like Jordan McLeod will be the starter. Like I said, he came off the bench. He was 7 of 11. He threw a touchdown pass. Um, the young Alonzo Barnett, the third, he had a touchdown rush. 
So he was just three, four, eleven in the interception, a bad interception too. Like he was about to get sacked, and he was trying to throw it away, but he threw it too far, and it didn't go out of bounds. Um, but McLeod was seven of eleven, one forty-four, two touchdowns. I said one. He threw two touchdowns. That was all. Both in the second half. Uh, Reggie Brown is an explosive guy, at receiver, number eight, six one, one ninety-five. Um, Taj Hudson, six three, two hundred. They got bigger size receivers. So they're not afraid to throw the 50-50 balls. Slot receiver uh, Sproles has 30 career starts. Red shirt senior, 5'11", 194. Tight end has good size, both tight ends. All three tight ends, but the top two tight ends got good size. 6'4", 249, 6'3", um, Good offense. They spread you out. They ain't afraid to run right at you. They, they balance, in my opinion. A balanced offense. They want to establish the line of scrimmage. They want to win. They want to win time of possession as well. Cause and they on the road. They not gonna be afraid to play because they playing at UVA. They want this smoke. Matter of fact, they feel like they bringing the smoke to you. They feel like they bringing their fan base to you. They feel like they doing us a favor to help us have a packed house. Cause they feel like half the people are gonna be for them anyway. They playing big bad UVA, and they've been the most impressive program out of all the programs in Virginia the past couple of years. That's including Tech. JMU has. Scored 38 last week, only gave up three. You think they worry about somebody who got their head beat in? Don't matter if we play Tennessee to them. You got your head beat in. And you UVA. That's what they saying. You 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 know it's like the the, the role reversal. Cause back in the day it was like, oh that's JMU now. Don't get me wrong, JMU has played UVA tight. Outside of the one time where UVA like made them turn the ball over eight times, this is 1979 though. I was just, you know, I wasn't even one years old yet. You know, when UVA made them turn the ball over eight times, they had six fumbles lost, allowed 69 points. What was it, 82 when Gary Clark was here, they won? And then 83, the last time they was here was 21 14, if I'm not mistaken. So it's not like they haven't beat, beaten UVA here. It's happened. And uh, preseason, nobody nobody picked UVA to beat JMU. Yeah. Remember, UVA, you supposed to have the worst roster in the Power Five, according to some dude on the X app that was like, too matter of fact, that Petty Hawk marked it down. So... Defensively with the Wahoos, man, you know, with Chico Bennett be back. Um, I want to see what the juggernaut does in the middle because I think he could really set the table. I really feel like the juggernaut can set the table. You know, Cam, been doing. he did a great job last week. So, you know, in that bandit position, how he do versus Nick Kidwell, one of the best offensive linemen in college football. When we see that matchup, when we see he's lined up over 56, how's that going to look? When you get your chance to rush the passer, will you be able to get home? I really need our linebackers, though, to see ball, hit ball. Be confident in what they see and attack. Don't wait. And, and I need I need, I need, need my man from Hawaii to go ahead. I need your name to be called a couple of times, Aaron. People must have forgot. I need you to go out there and wreak some havoc, wreck some havoc from the inside, bro. 
Yeah. Um, secondary wise, I know one thing. We we better be sound back there. And if you get a shot to pluck it, pluck it. Will Josh Ahern be available? Will uh, Lex Long be available? I know they was nicked up. Will Clary be available? The the verdict is still out. Uh, so I'm going to be watching. Like if guys are banged up. Because I know even Dave last week, when he came in the game, he got nicked up too. You know, if we don't have guys at the safety position, you know, what's going to happen? Will, will you move like a Corn King back to safety and let a young boy like Dre Walker start? Or will you move Malcolm Green over, have Green and Westfall starting? So, um, yeah. But I know everybody's going to be watching to see who runs out at quarterback. Can you imagine if Calandra ran out at quarterback? Well, I bet you y'all going to lose y'all mind. Woo, y'all going to lose y'all mind, Calandra, run out there, boy. Ooh-wee, because we know everybody loves the backup quarterback, baby. Everybody's favorite player is the backup. It don't matter who played quarterback here. Somebody said play the backup. It could be Bryce Perkins. Play Brennan Armstrong. It could be Brennan Armstrong. Play, uh, uh what's, what's Buddy? They went to Woodbury Fours. There's actually a, a coach now down there at uh, Hampton, Sydney. Oh, my goodness. Y'all know who I'm talking about. I mean, when Aaron was here, Aaron Brooks in, put Dan Nellis in. Like, it's all, he's the backup that they want in here. Dang, I forgot his name. Because even when, um, Linda Lindell Stone, because even look, even when Kurt Benkert was the starter, that second game versus Indiana, people was like put Lindell Stone in. I yeah, I remember, but I I, st- I also remember when Bright the great Bryce Perkins was here. People were screaming for Brennan Armstrong. Oh, they need to put Brennan in. They need to play him in. Come on, Perkins, what are you doing? The backup is always a favorite. I'm telling you. It ain't gonna hurt nothing. I love how everybody be like, it ain't gonna hurt nothing. Put him in put him in the game. It ain't gonna hurt nothing. He he can't do no worse. Uh yes, they can. Y'all need to cut that. Don't ever say something can't be worse. Yes, it can. Things can always get worse. And I ain't talking about Calandra and you know, in a sense, but I just really that's like I always my the, the saying that I hate ill is uh I hope I'm wrong. Look, man, if you are one of my friends on this X app. Or you want the people I interact with this ex at? Don't ever tell me you hope you're wrong. I'm going to look at you differently. Why would you hope something you say is wrong? Why would you even say it if you want to be wrong? Why? Think about that. Who on earth want to say something and hope it ain't the, and hope it ain't the truth? Don't say it. Keep it to yourself. No comment. Hold your water, as we say in football. Hold your water. So that's all I got to say, man. That's all I got in the preview. It's going to be a hard, far game. It's going to be a lot of energy. You know, JMU won eight games last year. They picked to win a conference this year. So this is not just a lowly in-state school that you could just pay to come get their head beat in. Nah. Mm-mm. They the favorite. What are they, seven point? I don't do the Vegas stuff. What were they, seven, six and a half? They're touchdown favorite. 
in your house. Your season opener. Because nobody knows how you're going to play up front on offense. And the defense is good. It's going to be a little different style. Style make fights. This is a speed that's they all so strong. But it ain't like they're just going to bull you like Tennessee is going to do. They're going to make, they make twists and stunt you. They want to see what your feet look like. They want to see how your brain operates. Or you can get easily influenced to get duped. They run a tut, you know, a D-tackle twist. You're going to get confused and pass stuff off and then, uh-oh. You're going to get a little antsy because they fast outside and get you a false start. Like, uh-oh. They give you one coverage and they jump to another one. Uh-oh. I would like to see us really get in the pistol formation and run downhill. Like, what you did in the second half, and, and they probably prepare for what they saw in the second half versus Tennessee. I don't feel like we get outflank JMU and get to the outside. Now, do you still have to press the edges? Yes, you do. But I don't feel like those quick tosses will work versus this defense because they just as fast. They don't have the stars, three star, I mean, four star, five star, but they fast. Like body weight wise, they built for speed. And when I say they built for speed and you and Jam, you fan, that does not mean I feel like we could maul y'all just out physical, y'all. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is how they are listed on the depth chart, your best bet is to go at them. Because you're not going to win with them trying to block them in a lot of space. That you're going to have too much. Middle linebacks is like strong safeties. Pit. They can swim right up under you up. Because you know when they, like, looking at a film, when they see ball, they go hit ball. They don't wait. They're going to get you before they get before you get them. They ain't going to give you the advantage. So that's it, man. I've been rambling. Appreciate y'all. Hope to see y'all at Scott Stadium, man. Make sure you get there early as we honor the five people that were affected by the tragic situation that took place last year. Um, this is going to be great to um, provide a breakdown on who vision before the game start as well. Um, and, you know, the who's got to get this win at the crib, man. You got to get this win at the crib. Jam use a formidable opponent. Very good program. The best program in Virginia in the past, what, five years? Easy? Is it even close? I mean, you won a national championship. Won that? That was, that was yeah. When are they, when, when they winning the national championship? What year? Somebody screaming it. I can't hear you. But yeah, when what they said. They won it then. So that's all I got for y'all, man. Good is the enemy of great. Be great in everything that you do. Never let nobody tell you you can't do what you set your mind out to do. Uh 2016, they were the national champ. Damn, that was 2016. Okay. Dang. That was that long? Sheesh. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because my man Rashad Davis got a Super Bowl ring with the Eagles and the Eagles. Okay. Yeah. So that sounded about right. Shout out to Rashad too, man. My man was a punt return extraordinaire for the Dukes. But um, that's all I got for y'all, man. Appreciate y'all for tuning in, man. Y'all be easy. We are with the last five seasons. If you look at their coach, he's 42 and 8 at JMU. So UVA, Virginia Tech. Nobody else got a better record. Wilmer Murray, 
Odie, do Odie you? They no, I don't think so. I think JMU probably is the last five years they got the top program. Salute to them, man. Salute to that. Salute to JMU. Salute to all the fans that's coming in the building. Salute to all the fans from JMU that's listening to this. You guys got a good team. I hope we beat y'all. Uh, but much respect to y'all. No trash talk here. And now we out of here. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.